Watching at home, DCK Productions proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world. Oh, the greatest podcast in the world? Suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. I appreciate it if you both suck it. Suck it. We really should stop this fighting. Otherwise, we'll miss the fireworks. There won't be any fireworks. And here we go. And welcome everybody to. Suck it! I am the great and powerful king of kings, prince of all that is awesome. Derek, how is everybody tonight on this Thursday, October 8th of the horrible year that has been 2020? Did y'all watch that funny, funny, funny program last night on 9 o'clock? That was hilarious. We all, I think we all know the winner of that debate. That was definitely the fly on Pence's head because that was just hilarious. Um, but other than that, that was that was an abomination is what it was. Both sides. But that's neither here nor there. We're not here to talk about that. I did that enough last week with Aaron. I'm here to talk about other stuff. You know, better stuff. Fun stuff. Kind of. Um, last night, if you guys checked it out this morning on the podcast on your way to work or watch last night or watch sometime today on YouTube, I appreciate it. But last night I talked to a wonderful doctor out of California who's uh, heading up a bunch of different stuff, COVID related. And it was a very, very informative episode. Please go back and check out that episode last night with Dr. Harrington. But tonight I got another doctor with me. Kind of going along the same theme, but instead of, you know, COVID related questions and, you know, answers and, you know, kind of the semantics of it all. Tonight, we're going to kind of go a different route. Um, a lot of people are stuck at home. A lot of people are out of work, um, just kind of not knowing where to go with their lives. And unfortunately, that leads to a lot of different things. Um, complacency being a big one. Um you know, I'm not working or, you know, I'm working from home so I can just sit in bed and eat chips all day and play with my computer and not go anywhere or, um, you know, not even go down to the couch to stay in their bed all day, you know, stuff like that happens and, you know, bad things happen. Um, you know, when that happens, you know, it can affect your mental health, it can affect your physical being and just a lot of bad stuff. So tonight I have a doctor with me. That's going to talk to you about that. And we're going to kind of go back and forth with it. Maybe we'll have a little fun in the process, but and it's going to be, again, a more informative episode again. Because, again, as much as it pains me to have to, you know, deviate from, you know, actors and musicians and, you know, comedy and dropping, you know, F-bombs every five seconds, you know, this is kind of stuff that happens to happen, especially with the concept of this show being a mental health type of show where we talk about this every once in a while, it, it has to be done because it, it's so important. And tonight I'm very, very proud to bring to you a gentleman that has worked with the Arizona Diamondbacks. He has worked with the Arizona Cardinals, um, done a bunch of cool stuff. And he is currently an owner of a physical therapy um, company out of California called Back to Health. So please welcome. Uh, I can't even talk to you. Please welcome to the show. Dr. Slava. How are you, sir? Thank God. How are you? Good. Everything is all good from this end. Good. I'm glad to hear it because, you know, everything's all good on this end, too, you know. 
I'm really pumped up. I'm really happy to be on your show. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's, it's, I'm really fired up to talk to people and get people maybe thinking a little bit. And uh, more than thinking, maybe shake something out a little bit, maybe move a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, uh, I think, been one of the biggest issues um, with this whole thing that's been going on is, you know, again, that whole lack of not having to go to work um, or just being out of work and just sitting on our fat asses, not doing much. And, you know, I'm a victim of it too. I mean, I work from home, you know, sometimes I'll just, you know, sleep in bed until 10 o'clock in the morning. I have my computer right next to me. I do my research. I'll do my graphics, you know, and it's like, okay, it's noon. Maybe I should go downstairs and eat something. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a victim of it too. I mean, I do it sometimes, especially cause I don't like going to the gym anymore because I don't want to go work out in a, in a place where I have to wear a mask. I don't mind wearing the mask. It's just, I don't want to wear a mask while I have to work out and that's just not cool. So I do stuff at home, but it just, that, then it becomes, why am I going to work out at home? This is my comfortable place. This is my place where I don't want to get sweaty and dirty. I just want to chill and eat and relax and watch family guy on TV, you know? Right. So I am one of millions of people thinking that exact same way in this country. Um, but at the same time, aside from the physical part of it, you know, coming from someone who's bipolar and has PTSD and also has, you know, severe anxiety, um, it affects me hardcore in the brain. Um, and it's, it's a lot. It really, truly is. You know, you can't get away from it on the television. You can't get away from it on your computer, on your phone. And it's just everywhere. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's a lot. So, but we're not here to talk about my complaints about it. We're here to talk about how to, com to combat it. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? And um, I gave you a brief synopsis, but go ahead and dive a little bit more into it. Well, uh, I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I've been a doctor of physical therapy for over 14 years. I've been treating patients for over 20 between my residencies and all my internships and everything like that. So I've been working with people uh, for many years. Uh, started with uh, lifeguarding many moons ago and uh, working with people to personal training and doing uh, different fitness classes and working my way up and getting experience and then uh, working in the sports medicine departments and uh, working with athletes and seeing all their uh, mental health, physical health issues and progressing to the regular general public. So as I advanced my degrees and been able to work with the general public, I've learned and seen many, many disorders. Uh, I would say that, yes, I physically work on patients uh, every day. And um, I would proud to say that I do a lot of mental health practice every day. Um, I would say 70% of my practice is not only physical, it's mental. And between getting, you know, athletes back on the field, you know, getting somebody that has children and was hurt at work back to work, or somebody has been in a car accident, so slip and fall, uh, somebody who has chronic pain. I work with many severe neurological diseases. And, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, some of the doctors that know me very well around the L.A. basin uh, kind of send me the worst of the worst sometimes. Sometimes I say, guys, come on, send me some good stuff, an ankle, please, something simple. You know, but I'm happy to do it and happy to take very severe neurological issues and uh, people with uh, many different disorders. So we treat... Uh, from six to 106, and every race, color, uh, mindset that you could possibly think of. I treat people from all walks of life, uh, you know, almost every day. Yeah, and that's one of the um, big things that people don't realize um, is if you already suffer from some type of depression, you know, one of the many different types that there can be, and you get injured, it doesn't matter if it's your ankle, doesn't matter if it's your shoulder, whatever the case might be, that injury is only, you know, it amplifies everything else. I mean, truth be told, you know, one of my biggest downfalls right now is I've broken my neck twice. Mm -hmm. Um, first time was in a car accident about seven years ago. And the second time was just about two years ago, um, from a sneeze because the hardware in my neck just didn't had come loose, did something wrong and it, you know, and, and ended up messing up and they had to go in and actually remove two of my vertebrae, my C5 and my C6. I have a cage in there now. 
And I re-injured myself back in July at work um, before I left that job. And now I have like this massive amount of pain in my neck and in my shoulder, my arm. You know, I barely have use of my left hand. I'm getting that all worked out right now. But it's like on days where I wake up with that massive headache from my neck and then it just radiates down. I feel nothing but pins and needles and or I go downstairs to at least try to do the dishes or try to help clean up. And I physically and I physically can't. (laughs) Yeah. you know, it destroys me mentally. Right. Because my my wife is busting her ass as a teacher in her little, you know, office upstairs, you know, teaching these kids all day long. And I, you know, I, I, I'm an entertainer. This is what I do. I, I don't work nearly as hard as she does. I, I, that's, that's the honest truth. I talk for a living. Um, but, yeah, but you spread, you spread information, man. That's I do. Important. But you, you know, know, it's my job to get the house clean. Yeah. Yeah. So, but when I can't, it, it murders my mental health horribly. And I, I think a lot of people forget that too. So like, you know, me being a bipolar person already, when I can't, you know, be who I normally am, be who I am, it yeah. just, it hurts. It sucks. It really, really does. So let, let me, let me take you as an example, for instance. Okay. Go right ahead. You brought up some really good points. Okay. So basically being a doctor, I evaluate everything. Right. So taking your history, for example, for yourself, the numerous things that you've had and episodes that you've had, okay, and the declines with different injuries. So this is how things spiral. This is how the normal average Joe like you and I think spiral out of control. It starts off with an injury. Okay. Then it progresses to this, progresses to that. Then we have a situation like now where you don't even want to get out of bed sometimes and you, you know, you, the worst thing that you do every morning, Derek, is that you roll over out of bed, you grab your phone or your iPad right there in bed with that posture, okay, without moving, without stretching, without getting yourself flowing, and you start doing your work. And, you know, you've been doing this for a long time, and I definitely would not tell you what to do. But if I could recommend one thing is get you behind out of bed first. Get yourself moving. Get some things shaking, you know, get some oil in those gears and then go to your happy place. Go to your work environment. Okay, Because once you go from eye open to straight to work in the same environment that you did sleeping, you're in trouble, my friend. And part of your tension headaches and part of that spiral is you just doing your normal day life, yet you're not uh, accounting for your uh, physical ailment. Okay, so basically, you know, when you talk about posture and we talk about environment, they go hand in hand. So uh, if you don't mind me using uh, like a little evaluation tool real quick for the viewers out there or for the listeners, is if you can imagine if I turn sideways and there's an imaginary line that bisects my ear, my shoulder, my hip, imagine the line. And as that line passes through, it shows somebody what's called neutral spine. Okay, neutral spine is kind of like what we call good posture. Okay, what does that truly mean? Well, in this position, our head is about 10 pounds. One inch, one in front of that imaginary line, the literature shows that your head is another 10 pounds. So you can imagine waking out of bed, grabbing that iPad right away. Imagine what position you're in, especially with your history. Guess what's going to happen? You're further perpetuating that compression. You're further perpetuating that pressure on nerves, fascia, connective tissue, all those sensitive structures. And guess what? <laughs> when you come back to your breakfast at 12, I can only imagine what you do after that when you go back to your home office. So, you know, there, there's a big factor about posture and there's a lot of literature support, the blood flow to the brain, mental health. Okay. The more things we do to get pumping, get moving. And if you've ever heard any uh, motivational speakers like a, like a Tony Robbins, okay, for example, you know, what is the one thing that he does? And, you know, some people think it's crazy. Some people that don't know him very well or not big supporters, but I find it fascinating. The guy is not a medical doctor, right, that we know of, but he's a very smart guy. And one of the things he does is pump up, get yourself moving. What does that do? It gets circulation going, oxygen pumping, and guess what? Those are the tools to mental health. 
there's no greater tool to mental health than getting the blood flow going. The moment you stay in that home office, in that posture, it only further perpetuates the trauma. It further perpetuates the memory of the trauma. It further cascades a series of events that occur more and more and more and more to lead to further trauma. Wow. <clears throat> that's, uh, that's pretty enlightening. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, because it's like, it's stuff that most of us already know. You know, it, it, it's stuff that we've been told for years, you know, you know, get out of bed. Don't, you know, don't eat, you know, don't eat in bed. Don't do this in bed. Don't, you know, you know, that's for sleeping only get, you know, keep moving, do whatever you got to do. But, you know, the thing about it is we've all, I'm sure the majority of people out there have fallen into that trap. Um, so what are some things that you can suggest to avoid us falling into that trap? How do we get out of it once we've in, once we're in that, that, once we're in that trap. Well, one of the things that I tell patients all the time, okay, and anybody, and, and wherever I go, I could be sitting at the airport or anywhere else. And, you know, as soon as people start engaging me in conversation, they find out that I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I'm already diagnosing every ailment uh, on the planet. So, you know, my first suggestion is just like, let's say, I'll give you an example, an analogy. Uh, if I want to learn how to play the piano, Okay, I'm not just walking up to the piano and I'm Mozart. Okay, that's not realistic. You have to train the brain. You have to train the fingers. It's called neuroplasticity. Your your motor learning. You're training the brain and the body to be connected to be able to perform a certain task. So the first thing I say, you got to change habits. Okay, just like you know somebody has an ailment, the doctor says you got to quit smoking. Well, if you don't quit smoking, you're gonna have a problem. If you stay in the same condition in the same pattern, you're gonna be in trouble. So the first thing I say is change the pattern. So if something is causing you harm, if you get up out of bed every morning with a tingle and a pain and a stiffness, guess what? The moment you wake up, I got to pull you out of bed, Derek. You got to get out. You got to get it moving. Okay. You got to, you, you got to get the, as much as it sucks, as much as it's hard to get out of bed sometimes, guess what? You got to take yourself, throw yourself out of bed. Okay. Yeah. Now it doesn't have to be ballistic. It could be in a controlled fashion, but you got to get out of bed. You have to get up and move. You have to do some things. Now, simple. Uh, since I'm not in my home office and uh, there's not a lot of room to move around and I'm not sure if everybody could see this podcast uh, or some people are just listening, but there's great tools out there. One of them is when, as soon as you get out of bed, okay, get up, walk around. Walk around is free. <laughs> there's no gym membership. Walk around the house. You could go up against the wall Okay, put your head back and start doing like snow angels. Okay, swimmers, stretching, head side to side. All these little things are all free. Nobody's charging you. There's no membership. Easy to do. Very simple. You're not going to be out of breath. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to do anything. These are all just simple tools. And then, you know, uh, if you do venture out or even um, go to... Uh, uh, Amazon or something, get a foam roller. You could do a million X out of the foam roller. You could get a, uh, one of those big balls. If you ever seen those at the gym, okay. You could do a million exercises on those. And there's a lot of mobility exercises. You don't have to do power training. You don't have to do power lifting. All the things that we do in physical therapy involve movement in a proper biomechanical position. So there's simple things you can do, moving the head, moving the arms, stretch and pump the, the feet. Uh, stretch out. There's many, many things you could do. And there's many things you could do from your YouTube channel, <laughs> from uh, many, many different sources. Yeah. I mean, and one of the things that I've stopped doing was, um, you know, we live in a three-story townhouse. So it's like my my studio that I've, you know, is my basement. You know, I've customized this area. This is my area. I try not to bring my computer upstairs to the bedroom. Because then when I, that allows me to have to come downstairs, you know, walk those two flights to come get my computer, you know, and if I want to chill in the living room, I'm going to chill in the living room, but you know, I'm not going to go walk all the way back up to the third floor, just to lay in bed again. I'm just going to go to the living room and work from the living room probably, or stay down here. But, you know, but not bringing the computer to my, my bedroom has been a, a big thing for me. Um, Cause it's just, you know, it, 
eight o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning when I do get up, I don't really sleep until noon. But it's like, you know, I I can just roll over, grab my laptop and start designing and doing this and doing that, you know, and it no big deal. But right. if I have to force myself to come all the way downstairs, then I'm like, okay, I'll stop in the you know, the in the kitchen, make myself a cup of coffee, maybe a bagel, and then go down to the office. You know, so I, I've I've broken that habit of bringing that computer upstairs with me. You know what? You just you just gave me another tool. You you the layout of your house tells me a whole lot. You said some um, very important things. One, those those staircases are keeping you alive. That is amazing exercise. If I were you, I would make it a habit of once an hour doing up and down those stairs, and you'd be surprised how just an extra trip up and down the stairs once every hour over a month's period, you're gonna drop some pounds. You're gonna exercise, okay? It doesn't seem like much, but I'm gonna tell you right now, if you throw yourself out of bed and do some of the things we talked about, doing more trips up and down the stairs, just to get the oxygen going, just to get the brain flowing, just to get the fog out, guess what? You're burning calories, my friend. That's the way to do it. So yeah. if I were you, I'd leave more stuff upstairs. I'd, well, I'd, well, the thing about it is, I'm a stand-up comedian and, and you know, the only the fat, you know, stand-up comedians are actually the funny ones. I mean, look at Carrot Top. As he got more built, he got he got less funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you know, Gabriel Iglesias, look at that guy. He's nice and fluffy. Everyone loves that guy. See, I, you know, I don't want to be the big musk, <laughs> the, the skinny guy. Nobody likes the skinny comedian. I want to be the yeah, fat guy. We got to keep you around for a long time, man. <laughs> this is not a short-term thing, man. We got to keep right. you around. This is this is long term. This is this long haul, baby. Okay, you got to be a long haul trucker. You you can't do this short term. Yeah, of course. Listen, I don't disagree with you. Some of those big guys are pretty funny, but let's <laughs> let's break the mold, man. Let's break it. Yeah, that's true. And, and you know, I mean, like I said, it in all reality, it, it does suck sitting right here right now. Yeah. You know, my shoulder is just literally on fire, um, and I can feel it all the way down to my fingertips, and. I, it, it sucks. I mean, I, and it just, it absolutely just kills my mental stability right. because of it. That's my point. You, you gotta get into better habits. And I know, you know, the funny stuff, but I'm gonna tell you right now, some of those snow angels, some of those swimmers, some of those movements, shaking the, you know, thinking about that plumb line, that, that imaginary line, getting those shoulders back. You'd be surprised how much mental health improvement you will have because when you get yourself up and moving, we talk about all those physiological reactions. It's it's not us, Dr. Slava opinion. These are factual, reality, evidence-based practice type things. And I promise you, you get the blood flowing a little bit. Uh, you know, you may even get those creative juices flowing more because. You know, if you talk to, uh, I'm sure you've heard this before, when you're you're alert, you're upright, you're more alert, and you see people like, guess what, they're half asleep, okay? So as soon as you cut off the circulation, okay, that's it, okay? Uh, the elevator's not going to the top floor, all right? You're, yeah. you're stuck in between floors. So, you know, one of the best ways, again, I know it's tiring, I know it's, it's, it's habitual, but we have to change habits. And you know somebody that's been dealing with this mental health issue for a while, you know if you get stuck in your rut, okay, and you're spinning out, guess what? You're not going anywhere. So, you know, uh, uh, I heard a funny story again from like the Tony Robbins. I was watching one of the YouTube videos. What's funny is he went, to, uh, if I could tell the story, he, he was talking about when he tried to learn how to drive a race car, right? So you know how they change your mind by driving a race car? The first time you go in there and the guy's driving you at 200 miles an hour and you're about to hit the wall uh, every time around the track, it makes you change your mind. But those that don't change your mind, the next time you get into the driving seat, the guy tells you, there's one rule, don't hit the wall. Don't hit the wall, don't hit the wall. So guess what happens? You go around the track and at some point the guy pushes the button and guess where you're going? Straight to the wall. So everybody sees that wall, and guess what? It's a magnetic attraction. You go to the wall, and then the guy grabs in the last second, and until you go left, and you keep going left. And after a while, he doesn't have to grab the wheel anymore. So the main instruction is don't hit the wall. Keep going towards your destination. 
So if you look towards your destination at acquiring new habits, you're not going to hit the wall. So stop going towards the wall is the main thing I could tell patients that could tell the regular Joe like you and I about how to make yourself better. Keep going, create new habits, create new networks, open up those channels of blood flow, get the oxygen flowing, and that's going to help tremendously. So there's three main big pillars, in my opinion, to wellness. The first pillar is spiritual health. Okay. Whatever you believe in, believe in something bigger than you. The second aspect is mental health. Okay. You know how important that is. And the third aspect is physical health. If there's not a balance with those th three things, that's where people start to teeter out of control and start to spin in different directions. When there's a balance, especially with the middle component, the mental health, you have a greater ability to reach out to your, your higher thinking. And then at the same time, those somatic psychosomatic illnesses that we all know, anybody who's had a panic attack or anxiety knows that physical reaction, the heart rate, the sweating, the I'm, I'm going out of control. So balance, everything's about balance. The mind controls emotions, controls with balance. So when those three pillars are in effect, people do well. Ooh. Sorry, sorry to get so deep. No, it's fine. Um, you're Again, you're just saying stuff that, again, I know. Um, and it's stuff that I've, you know, preached to myself and other people for years, but to actually, you know, lead by example is, is difficult sometimes. Um, you know, especially in my mind, you know, a little bit of history about me is I used to be a professional wrestler and a mixed martial arts fighter. Um, and when I broke my neck in 2013, that all went away. So all my, you know, time in the gym, all that, you know, working out, you know, getting cut and looking this looking that way for the last seven years in my head it's like okay there's no point to it anymore because what's the end goal you're not going into a ring anymore you're not getting into an octagon you're not fighting for your life right all, all you're doing is waking up and working and taking care of your family there's no more extracurricular you know activity going on what's the point and that's I, what my game brain goes back to every time can i humbly disagree with you Please go right ahead. I beg you to. Please. Thank you. So I would disagree with you wholeheartedly. I would say right now you need to be in shape as much as ever. As we age, as your kids get older, as your wife depends more on you, guess what? What's going to happen? You know, I love using different analogies in life. When you go to a flight on the airline, we all ignore some of the safety warnings in the beginning, right? But they say something so amazing, so fundamentally important that it, it, it literally should change your life, okay? What do they say? Before you can put the mask on your child, you put the air on yourself first. Yeah. Why? Because if you don't put the air on you, you cannot help your child, okay? So if you want to help your loved ones, you need to be now right now as much as you did then even more so yes being being in shape as an mma fighter is important for, of course okay because that's a career that's uh, that it could be a hobby but right now there's so many people who are on your shoulders there's so many people who rely and depend upon you you need to be in shape and mentally fit for everybody around you so right now is the time to make those changes and the things that i'm telling you they're not shocking. They're not controversial. They're they're literature based. There's so much written on it, and we all know it. But not everybody does it. And the main thing to do is to actually do it. And right now, in your situation, I would say again, more than ever, you need to be in shape and work on these things and change habits because people are counting on you. And listen, you're a funny dude, man. We got to keep you around. Yeah. And, you know, I want to make a, make a point, not to you necessarily, but to everyone listening, you know, over the next three or four days, this, the show is going to hit, you know, 30 to 40,000 people. He's not talking to me. He's talking to all of us. Yes. He's chewing my ass out for, you know, for saying these things then that are, you know, that are fundamentally wrong in his mind, which is completely fine. I need this every once in a while. I need somebody to tell me that I'm wrong. Um, 
but he's also, you know, discussing this with everybody at home too, you know, you know, cause I'm not the only one, you know, I am definitely not the only one. So, you know, take what he's saying to heart. Um, I know I am, you know, because he's not the only one telling me, you know, my, um, my neurologist that I go see for my neck issues, you know, has been telling me the exact same stuff. Um, and, and, you know, hearing that I might have to have a third surgery is only even more detrimental to my, my health. But, you know, it's like, how can I, you know, I got to be strong to go into that surgery. Therefore, I can have an easier recovery yeah. if I end up having a third surgery. That's another thing, too. It's like, you know, a lot of people it's like, oh, you know, my surgery is going to fix everything. No, it's if you're not in shape, you're going to get even worse after the fact. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's a big thing. You know, more and more doctors are sending to me for something called prehab. The, again, literature. I'm such a big literature person. The, the literature shows the better you go into surgery, the better you come out of surgery. Okay. You're, you're, the game's not over, my friend. The game's just beginning. It, the better you want to come out of this, the better you better go into this. Because, yes, we sometimes need surgery. And, you know, this speech that I give and this, this, you know, talking, I'm, I'm in a mirror, man. This, this speech is for myself too. This game is not over. You know, yeah. uh, I've had my injuries. I, I've had my bouts of, uh, you know, different things. Uh, you know, three weeks ago, uh, I had a pseudo heart attack. I'm in shape and blah, blah, and I ended up in a hospital where I thought I was having a panic attack out of nowhere. And all of a sudden they found uh, that I had inflammation in my heart and the lining. So, you know, you, there it is. Talk to the big guy upstairs. Uh, you know, it's uh, one of those things that happens. So I'm speaking to myself in the mirror too, as I speak to all of you out there. It, it's very important to have good habits, to be in good good standing with again spiritually mentally physically there has to be balance that is my definition of wellness there are many definitions of wellness but i believe there's several pillars of life that need to be absolutely worked on because they'll they'll transcend all aspects of your life yeah and even if you're not a spiritual person i mean even you know the ones who are agnostic or atheist yeah. you know stuff like that you know regardless of you know what you believe you know I, there's always that higher power out there regardless and that's you know whether it's the universe or whether it's mother earth whatever you believe in besides that you know because anything that you put out into the world you're going to get back so if you're putting out nothing but negativity all you're going to get back is negativity so you know so if you put out all this positivity it's going to come back yes. um so you know don't sit there and think, oh, well, you know, I'm not a religious person, so that doesn't apply. No, no. Spirituality is not is what he's talking about, not religious. Right. Yeah. Whatever you believe in, you could be religious, you could be spiritual, whatever you believe in, it's important because, you know, when people say to me, Dr. Slava, who should I talk to? Should I talk to my neurologist, my nutritionist, my yoga instructor, my rabbi, my priest, my what? Yes. The answer is all of the above. Talk to everybody. Okay, your psychologist, I want you to talk to everybody. I want you to be proactive and I want you to talk to every one of your uh, favorite people. I want you to be on Zoom, be it uh, live from 15 feet away. It doesn't matter. I want people to know that they are not alone. That it's very important to speak to people, to get help in every which way possible. If it's nutrition, nutritionist if you need help with whatever legal problems talk to an attorney talk to your psychologist talk to uh whoever you need to talk to but get help and be proactive because when you do you're taking steps in the right direction and positivity feeds more positivity and once in a while shut off the news yeah you know the news is so hard well for me it's easy to turn it off um, the only time I've turned on the news in the last month was to watch these two abominations of, of debates. And that's only because as soon as I, you know, turn off my, you know, the episode, you know, it's nine o'clock, usually nine, 10 ish, whatever. And YouTube's automatically playing in my background because I'm monitoring all the feeds and stuff. And then it automatically cuts to that right away. And I'm just kind of glued and it's like, oh my God, <laughs> that negativity looked horrible. Oh man. You know, you know, it spirals, you know, 
you know, we learn different things in life. And the things that your eyes and ears, they're the guardians of your brain. You know, the things that you see, and if all you're seeing all day is news, 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 destruction, 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 guess what your, your mental process is? Guess what you keep hearing when it's negative, negative, negative? Guess what you're doing when you're fighting with people on Facebook about politics or this or that? Stop it. Turn it off. Shut off those patterns because all that is doing is sending signals to your brain, war, war, war. You got to get back to positivity. We got to shut off the news. We have to put away that Facebook and Instagrams for a little bit, stop fighting with people, and get back to positivity, family, friends. Forget the argument. It's not worth it. It doesn't matter if this knucklehead wins or this knucklehead wins. Okay, Right now, our life has to continue. All right. We have to be positive and the positivity spirals into a very good thing as it snowballs. Yeah. And, and then, you know, aside from all that, too, another thing that I just kind of thought of, too. Um, one of the things that the virus is attacking is your lungs. Yeah. So, you know, and I don't know why I was thinking about this, but, you know, if you're not in good health and, you know, you don't have good cardiovascular health and you get this, you know, thing as well, you know, that's another thing that could, you know, potentially make it even worse for you. You know, it's not just asthma and stuff like that. I mean, if you're obese or you're just not an active person, you know, it's going to, you know, that's going to potentially hurt everything as well. So, I mean, you know, getting up, getting out of your chair or even taking it one step further, invest 50 bucks for one of those elevators on your computer, on your computer desk and have a standing desk. You don't have to buy a whole new desk. It's 50 bucks just to make your desk a standing desk, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, get up and do something because it's not just your head, you know, it's not just the negativity. It's not just the positivity. It's, you know, it's your, it's your health. It's your life. It's everything about you that's can be affected right now. And we're not just talking the virus, but that's another thing that's all attached to all this. And it's, you know, I'm saying this for myself as well as you guys. And I'm taking everything he says with the utmost, you know, intention of following because it's important. Yeah. And what you say, uh, it's interesting. You, you came up, uh, you know, saying two different um, disorders of the lungs. So one you mentioned, uh, like an asthma, for instance. OK, so that's that's a form of lung disease. What people don't know about is there's a form of lung disease called restrictive lung disease, which is from posture. So the moment you depress, you know, you close down the space for your ribcage to expand, okay, this compression, and then your diaphragm can expand. So what's called tidal vomit, you're not going to get as much lung capacity into your lungs to clear, and you have much shallower breathing in this position. So guess what happens when you get upright and what we call that neutral spine? You increase your lung capacity. You could clear your lungs better. So you ha- your breathing capacity, your breathing apparatus is actually more mechanically advantageous. So, good job. You can be a doctor one day. Nobody wants me as a doctor. <laughs> I, I would, uh, you know, like, remember the movie Patch Adams where Robin Williams was the doctor? Yeah. Yeah, imagine the not, the regular, everyday Robin Williams being the doctor. That would be me, and that would not be good. <laughs> Listen, there's a place for everybody. People would die. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't even make it through school. I'd probably just, you know, tell off one of my my teachers or professors in the process and just, you know, get kicked out because I'm just just that kind of guy. It happens. We, 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 that's why we have hospital administrators. That's true. That's true. I could I could do that. Go fix that guy. <laughs> you treat him and treat him. Stat, stat, go, 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 go. No insurance, kick them on the treat them and street them. Let's go. Come on. Watch way. I've watched way too many doctor shows. So um, you know, you mentioned a few things to do in the morning, you know, to get you know blood flowing, get stretching and stuff like that. But say for instance, we're one of those people that you know does work from home. 
you know, can't go to the gym or just doesn't have the money right now or whatever the case might be. What are some, you know, everyday easy at home exercises don't don't require any extra equipment other than the stretching you were talking about this more, this earlier that we can do in order to stay healthy. Okay, so there's there's one amazing exercise. I mean, who who hasn't out there, you know, uh, done the squat? Okay, everybody out there has done squats. We know that the legs are the biggest muscle group in the body. We know that your legs are in shape. You know, that's why every piece of cardio is revolves around legs. Okay, the legs are a huge muscle group. So guess what we're doing here now? If I could demonstrate, this is called a sit to stand. Okay, sit to stand. Now, if you grab a gallon of water, which is about eight to 10 pounds, it could be your medicine ball. Guess what? Now I have eight to 10 pounds, sit to stand. And guess what you're doing? You're doing squats. So again, just like we talked about the stairs, if every person that has uh, Zoom meetings or this meeting or that meeting or works from the office or work from home, okay, you could do things like that, sit to stand. You could do press-ups, okay? Even with your legs a little bit involved, work in the upper body. You could do little push-ups. Now, like, oh, Dr. Slava, that's so easy. Really? If you do a series of sit-to-stands, press-ups, and push-ups, let's say every hour, let's say 10 of them, you'd be surprised after your week how you're going to feel. And I bet you some of you out there will be a little sore after your first couple of go-arounds. And if you really want to get brave, do a several sets of, you know, 10 or more. So back in the day, so this was 18 years ago when I was training to become a professional wrestler. Um, one of the things they had us do was the hack squat or the, the sit to stand or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, the Russian leg, you know, uh, squat. Either way, those, those free squats that you do, they would literally have us do thousands in yeah. a session. And yeah. those things hurt. So yeah. trust me, do 20 of them and you're yeah. going to feel it. You know, just because you're not having any extra weight with you at all, trust me. Just taking your legs to a 90-degree angle and pushing your body weight back up is enough. Those things hurt. And, and I'm sitting in a swivel chair right now. If I swivel my hips this way and this way, guess what? I'm doing a core exercise, okay? If I really want to get fancy, I can put my hands up and swivel, and I'm doing even more core exercise. So, you know, we could get cute and creative all day. And I, there's so many great professionals on YouTube you can find. that, And you, all you have to do is type in body weight exercises. You'll get a 10-minute program, a 30-minute program. You'll get some guy who's jacked. You'll get some beautiful girl that does yoga and blah, blah, blah. Whatever you're into, you could find on YouTube for body weight exercise. Not one iota of equipment. You don't need anything. I could take this room right here around my desk and create an hour workout out of it. Okay, all you need is a little space and not even a ton of space. And Google, YouTube, whatever you want to use, body weight exercises, no equipment, nothing. And if you want to create equipment, one of those things that I talked about is those milk, milk gallons, those water jugs. When you fill them up with water, their weight. And guess what? You want to spend thousands of dollars on kettlebells? Water crate it. Okay, a great series of exercises. You could do curls, you could do presses, you could hold them, you could do a lot of things. And everybody has that sink, everybody has a milk gallon, and you could do a lot of things with those. And again, body weight, just body weight, will give you a great exercise. And there's a lot of people who are pretty fit that never touch a weight ever. Yeah, very, very true. And if you've seen a, a gymnastics person, somebody who does like just floor exercises, I mean, they're pretty jacked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. I, I mean, just think about it. You know, when you're, if you're someone like me, who's 240, you know, I mean, that's, you're lifting up 240 pounds every time you sit up and sit down. I mean, that's a significant amount of weight. Even if you're a buck 80, you know, it, it 
it's still 180 pounds that you're pushing up. Um, you know, so there, there's, you know, don't think that you have to, you know, spend a ton of money or, you know, get a bunch of stuff. There's, he just demonstrated six, seven different exercises from the comfort of his chair. Yeah. So there's and, no excuse. And what's interesting is, you know, some of my pregnant women, uh, they're like towards the eighth, ninth month because of all those sit stands and because of getting out of chair and off the toilet, out of the car, they're like, Dr. Slava, my legs are amazing right now. Okay. Just from a little extra weight during pregnancy and they're getting out of a chair, they're, they're finding this amazing definition in their legs. It, that's a sit stand. Every day you do it. Yeah. And just adding, you know, 10 more to that might be the difference between, you know, obesity and everything else. Yeah. Or mental clarity. Mental clarity. And that's the big one for this show um, is mental clarity. Um, because it, 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 I can't stress it enough. You know, this show, the reason why, if you're, if you're tuning in for the first time or if you've never listened to my show before, the reason why it's called Suck It is because for many, 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 many years as a teenager or a kid growing up as a male in the 90s, I was always told, you know what? You can't be depressed. That's for girls. Suck it up. Well, guess what? The response to that has always been suck it and it always will be. So my response to anyone who ever tells me to suck it up is always to suck it. So that's why this show is the way it is because of that. And you know what? It's about telling the universe to suck it. You know, there's nothing that can stand in your way. The only thing, the only wall that stands in front of you is you. You're that wall. You are two people. You are the positive and you are the negative. If you do not, you know, believe in yourself, then that wall is you. And, and that's the only thing preventing you from being a success, being, you know, this or that, you know, it's you are everything. And there's nobody in this world that has control of your happiness, not your wife, not your kids, not your mom, not your dad. You are the only one that controls your happiness in this world. Right. And you need to be the force of nature that does. Right. And, and it's very interesting that you said that, you know, if you talk to a lot of uh, gurus in, you know, positive thinking, and you'll hear across the board, very similar message. Happiness is not from out there. It's what you just said. Happiness is in here. Happiness is a state of being. Happiness is inside of you. You, you have the happiness inside of you. It's not something because that something is only temporary. Everything else is temporary when it comes from outside. When it's from you, it's the real deal. It's inside of you. It's ingrained. It's in your guts. So that happiness is you create the happiness. It's within you. Yeah. And, and that's an argument that I've gotten into a lot um, over the years with people is, you know, well, no, my wife makes me happy. No, you make yourself happy. She just, you're just happy with her. You're happy that you're with her, but you're not, you're, but you're the only reason why you're happy because you're with her is because you're happy on the inside. You know, if you were sad on the inside, you wouldn't be happy with her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to think about it. <laughs> it's an odd way to think, but it's like, it's, it's the truth. It, it all comes from within you. Again, you're the only wall that, you know, whenever, you know, writer's block happens or, you know, when I'm sitting there prepping for a show and it's like, oh my God, how am I going to talk to a physical therapist for an hour? What am I going to do? I, I'm not that guy because I've sitting here, we've had a conversation because I don't, do interviews. I have conversations. It's all informative. It's all fun and games. So it's like, I don't ever have that conversation because there's no point to it. Because like I was telling you earlier, yeah, I do a lot of comedians. Yeah. I do a lot of actresses and actors and, you know, um, musicians and this and that, but everyone has a story to tell. And if I restrict myself or whatever the case might be, or think, Oh my God, this is just an average Joe. Why am I talking to him for? I'm creating that wall myself. Right. So, it, it and we do that every day in our lives, whether we realize it or not. Yeah, we we are sometimes our own worst enemies. Uh, the the block comes from within. The happiness comes within. The rest is out of our control. You know, uh, we talked about earlier uh, the craziness that's happening in the world, but it's not in our control. So you know uh, that that uh, I remember that book. Don't sweat the small stuff. 
and everything else besides the big stuff and the small stuff. So if you can't control the big stuff, why worry? If you can't control the small stuff, why worry? So, you know, you can't control certain things, but you can control you. 100% agree with you. 100% agree with you. So, um, any parting words for the thousands of people listening right now? The parting words are, please change your habits. Please get yourself going. It's for you. Life matters to everybody. And, you know, by changing small little habits of getting yourself out of bed, working on your posture, some of the basic exercises, get yourself moving, get yourself pumped up, okay, will change your mental clarity, will help your physical ailments, will get you going, you'll feel better, uh, those natural endorphins pumping, maybe you might not want to take any medications anymore and be, you know, have a healthier state of mind and have a healthier body and being more, you know, spiritual open. Couldn't say that better myself. Thank you. Great um, mind. Say again? Great minds think alike. Exactly. <laughs> um, dude, you're an awesome guy. Um, yeah. And if I lived in California, you'd definitely be my PT. <laughs> yeah, man, Whenever you're in town, man, you got you to gotta pass. Come down to back to health physical therapy, and uh, we'll, we'll take care of you. Well, I appreciate that. And guys, um, if you are in California, look him up at Back to Health Therapy or anywhere in the country, you know, find someone in that, you know, is the same type as him because there's one in every state. Yeah. Um, don't limit yourself. Right. Dr. Slava, I can't thank you enough, man. I appreciate you. Thank you, Derek. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. You have a lovely rest of your day and stay safe. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. All right, guys. That's Thursday. And don't forget, whether you are on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple, wherever, make sure you please subscribe to the show Monday through Friday, brand new episodes every day. And don't just sit around and listen to me on your computer. Obviously, like we were just saying, get up off your ass. <laughs> go go do something else. Walk and walk, walk and listen to me. I'm fucking hilarious. You know, go do your lawn, do something. But take what we said tonight to, uh, to heart. And actually, you know, do something to change your life. Um, these trying times can, you know, mess with us mentally and physically. But you know what? We're going to beat it. Doesn't matter who you are or where you're at in your life. We can beat this. All right, guys. Happy Friday Eve. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Come back again tomorrow, 8 p.m. East. 5 p.m. West for another live edition of Socket. Or you can always catch me on the podcast every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you very much, guys. You have a lovely rest of your night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Where's my button? I lost my button. There's my outro. I'll try it again. Peace. Peace.